0: The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk. 50 years ago, the bishops of Ireland established Throcra in response to poverty and injustice in the developing world. The ensuing five decades saw the charity tackling poverty, injustice, and violence. All aided by the support of the Irish people. And a new book, which is called A Giving Island, showcases those 50 years of generosity from the Irish people and the work of Throcra. And joining me now is Quiva Dubara, the CEO of Throcra. Quiva, good morning and welcome. Thank you, Pat. Now, I've been going through this book. It is a fantastic book of photographs, um, looking as much at the development of modern Ireland as it is looking at your activities in the developing world.
1: That's right. In effect, it's really a social history of Ireland. And in parallel with seeing images of Ireland as it developed from the early 1970s on, what we can see through the book is how people's reactions to what was happening in the wider global world were reflected in Ireland. So, for example, it walks you through the 1970s, the 1980s, when the issue of apartheid really stood out and Ireland became a beacon of hope to people in South Africa, whom Thrókra was working with at the time because of Ireland's strong stance on apartheid.
0: The opening picture in the book is of a peace march, not in Belfast, but in Dublin.
1: That's right. So really, I suppose conflict is a theme that Trocra has had to work with over many years because of the countries and locations we work in. And it shows the evolving peace process in Ireland as well. And it includes a contribution from a former board member of Trocra's, Monica McWilliams, who was one of the architects of the Good Friday Agreement.
0: Mm. Now, there's a picture also of, of Derry in the 1970s, and it's of two soldiers and a sniffer dog walking past a shopfront. But what's fascinating about the shopfront is the pictures, a very young John Travolta as a pin-up uh, picture and also Kevin Keegan.
1: That's right. So for people of a certain generation, it really takes you back down memory lane, but brings it also right up to date. So by the time you get towards the end of the book, mm. having scanned through the Pope's visit in 1979, all of the events of the The Celtic Tiger 90s, and its collapse. Celtic Tiger years and its collapse. And I suppose what's really significant is that over cycles of Depression, recession and austerity, as well as the good times, the unwavering support of the Irish public towards Throcra and Mm. other organisations working in the developing world really never changed.
0: I'm sticking with some of the earlier photographs because they they are so fascinating to look at. There's uh, three women in Belfast and some shopping trolleys in the foreground, but again, a shop window. Choice spare rib pork chops, 29 pence per pound.
1: I know it is remarkable, isn't it? Um, People made those pence go a long way. Uh,
0: Another one showing, sorry, closed, waiting for the June supply. This is outside a service station because there was an oil crisis and we could not get fuel.
1: That's right. And really extraordinarily, like those years, people often ask us in times of crisis. So, for example, during Covid quite recently, people ask, were you affected? Did the donations go down? And in actual fact, we find that the Irish generous spirit and the recognition and empathy that people have towards others means that we tend to be able to hold the line, even in tough times. And that's what this book is about. It's really about recognising the generosity of spirit of the Irish people.
0: Now, which were the first overseas places that Throker got involved in?
1: So we started uh, working in Bangladesh. That was one of the very first crises that we responded to. But very quickly, Trokra expanded. So we expanded in response to poverty and injustice. And as you mentioned in your introduction there, the bishops of Ireland were very keen that Trokra would tackle the structural drivers of injustice. So, for example, South Africa was one of the first countries that we worked in because we recognised, looking through a social justice lens, that the causes of poverty were were political with a small p, that apartheid was a real driver of poverty. And then we worked throughout the entire southern African region and East Africa, where, of course, we had the tremendous famines in the early 1990s. The book has a foreword written by Mary Robinson, who is one of our all time heroes in Throkra and somebody whose values I think we all closely align with. Mary Robinson visited Somalia with Throkra in 1992. At that time, almost a quarter of a million people had died of famine and the world did not know about it or was not paying attention. Mary Robinson went to New York straight after that visit and all of a sudden everybody knew about Somalia. It was so impactful
0: now there's a picture of Bob Geldof uh, and uh, he's has a check in his arms and uh, in the background I can see I think it's Tony Boland uh, formerly of RTE and uh, Bobby Gan and this check is for seven million one hundred and seventy six thousand and two hundred and sixty two uh, punts raised in Ireland alone from live aid and if you were to convert that into today today's money a, an absolutely huge amount but there has been a bit of revisionism some people criticizing the whole live aid enterprise saying you know that business of creating a dependency was not good for ethiopia or for africa
1: that was that was an initiative that was very much of its time, of course. But I mean, it did demonstrate that you know people's solidarity runs very deep, and particularly here in Ireland. If you remember, self aid also we were in we were in a you know not in a strong economic situation in the nineteen eighties in Ireland, where people came out and they did what they could to support people whom they were never going to meet; they were in different countries, but with whom they felt a common cause and an empathy. Certainly, things are done differently these days. Throca works with local partner organisations; they're in the driving seat; they run their own agenda. We provide yes, financial support, technical support and support in advocacy issues, for example, at the COP, which is just ending.
0: Now, Gaza, uh, which is not at all far from the headlines every single day, uh, Throkhara Uh, has or had a presence in Gaza?
1: Yes, we still have a presence in Gaza, but it's extremely difficult. I have two colleagues, two women from Gaza, who are in RAFA, who are struggling to survive with their families, alongside the staff of all of our four partner organisations. We are still able to provide some humanitarian support, but it's extremely limited because it is so dangerous to move at all in Gaza. It is extremely difficult. War crimes were committed by Hamas, but that does not justify the ongoing war crimes being committed by Israel. And we are calling as strongly as we can for a permanent ceasefire and a just peace.
0: Um, which may be some way away. We'll be talking later on in the programme about the uh, General Assembly's motion, which was carried uh, not unanimously. Uh, there were abstentions, 23 in number, and then there were countries, including the United States, who who, who voted uh, against it. Um Looking for aid for the third world, is there still um, a generosity of spirit, do you think? Because there are so many problems evident at home, so many problems quite near home. We're talking about uh, Ukraine and so on. Is it hard maybe to get the focus on some of the territories in which you're working?
1: I think people are still enormously empathetic and particularly here in Ireland and our values really drive that behaviour and that has not changed which is something that we absolutely need to continue to nurture as Mary Robinson says in the foreword to the book. We see, I think, the the demonstration of impact is very important to people here in Ireland. So, for example, in situations of conflict, like the current situation in Gaza, it can be very hard to see beyond what's happening right now and what could happen in the future and can the situation get better. Because of Throcas' history and our work over decades in countries that have been affected by conflict, we've been able to demonstrate that change does happen. So to give you a short example, I was in Sierra Leone at the time of the 9-11 attacks. Now, many people listening will remember where they were. That's where I was. I was with a local partner of ours. We were working to reunite child soldiers, children who had been kidnapped and forced to fight in a brutal civil war with their families. And I remember one day in particular, we were in a room where there were a group of children gathered. They were aged from four to about 13. There was about 25 of them. And their family members were arriving. And one man walked into the room. He hadn't seen his son in four years. The boy was nine or ten years old. This man, a tall man in a red T-shirt he went into the room and instantly swooped down and took his small child up in his arms. And the emotion of that was just overwhelming. But since then, since 2001, and that time when we were reuniting children, those children have gone on to really thrive and flourish. I was in Sierra Leone a month ago, and I met young women who were children at the time of that crisis, who missed out on their education and are now national members of Parliament because of the support that the people of Ireland have been able to give Throker to help them.
0: How do you decide in a troubled world, where you work.
1: We look at where the need is greatest and where we can have greatest impact. Where Trokra has a history of working, where we have relationships, where we have local partners, that's where we can have greatest impact.
0: Now, the provenance of Trocra is obviously the Catholic bishops of Ireland. Um, is that something that you wear proudly on your sleeves? Or, you know, if you're going into areas which are predominantly Islamic, for example,
1: uh, is there a problem? There isn't a problem because we work on the basis of community acceptance. So we work in Somalia, we work in Myanmar, we work in countries where Christianity is certainly not the dominant religion. But that really is far from relevant because we're working on the basis of needs and needs alone. However, what we carry with us all the time are the values that drive us. So a focus on human dignity and social justice. They're core to the Christian ethos, but they don't have to be what we speak about first. They are how we behave.
0: Now the question of uh, Christmas, it's your Christmas appeal and you also have your big Lenten appeal and I know many people try to subscribe but I'm wondering in this age of plastic, of cards, debit and credit uh, rather than cash, do you suffer from that change?
1: certainly change is happening and we've seen that change happen. We've seen a lot of people transfer away from cash donations to online donations and our income has remained steady and we're very, very grateful for that because we know that it hasn't been easy for people certainly over the last few years but what we have seen is that people really respect and value our work and are prepared to make their donations happen whatever way that works.
0: All right. now the book itself, I'm not sure it's much of a fundraiser because it's hard to make profits on books but we would encourage people to buy this book because it it's, it's really terrific. Where is it available?
1: It's available in Dubray bookshops. And yes, as you say, it's not a huge fundraiser. It's really a thank you. It's a thank you to the people of Ireland for 50 years of support.
0: All right. And if people want to donate online, obviously they can get a box uh, from Throkra uh, if they want to put physical cash or change or whatever in the box. Where do they get that, number one? And how can they give online, number two?
1: So our web address is www.throkra.org or you can call us on eighteen fifty. 408 408, and we'd be delighted to hear from anyone.
0: All right, so it's troker.org, and that's uh, the web address, and the number 1850 408 408. Equiva the CEO of Troker, thank you very much for joining us in studio today. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance, weekdays at 9 a.m. on News Talk.